Recent studies show that 70% of brands believe user-generated content better connects them with customers. If you aren't using it yet, maybe you should. Explore this on today's episode, What's the Big Idea About UGC? With your host, Sophia Alfieri, and me, Amanda Driscoll. Welcome back to What's the Big Idea? Today, we're going to be talking about user-generated content, also known as UGC. And it's just Amanda and I today. So Amanda, familiar voice, our senior content director here at the agency, and myself, Sophia Alfieri, senior social media specialist at the agency. So let's just start with, so what is UGC? UGC is original content that is created by consumers like you and I, and it's published online. Social media platforms, personal blogs, stuff of that nature. So it can be images, it can be videos, it can be a GIF, it could be reviews, live streams, audio, blog posts. So anything that is created by the regular consumer and put out there for people to see. Right. So user-generated content is out there. It already exists. Correct. And really it's for brands to be able to find it and figure out how to tap into UGC and how mm-hmm. to use it. Mm-hmm. So locating it is really the first step for a brand mm-hmm. to be able to see what's out there, what's being created in the name of their brand. Mm-hmm. And there are a handful of ways that you can locate UGC. One way is to take matters into your own hands and monitor the social platforms on behalf of the brand or the client that you're representing. So going through their tag section on Instagram mm-hmm. or checking any hashtags that you have that are associated with the brand off on Instagram, if I'm looking for images, I will go to the actual location that is tagged in the photo right? because that will take you to a whole new feed of images that you can find for a brand or a client. So that's one way and it can be a time consuming way, but it's very important to take that time to find the good content that you think would really resonate with people who are following your brand. Another way is to kind of outsource a bit and use an external resource. So one resource that we use here at the agency is Crowdriff. So they are a user generated content collecting tool. That is their purpose. So, you know, they allow you to put a lot of filters on things. If you're looking for certain images, like say you need a video of animals, you want videos of animals only, like it allows you to put that filter on it and it helps you to get really granular and easily find the content that you're looking for. And then another way is sometimes following the news. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes content goes viral, right? Stuff that people post will get picked up by the news because of how creative it is (laughs) or funny it is, or, you know, something along those lines. So sometimes just following the news, you may just see some consumer that is mentioning your brand Mm -hmm. and they did it in a really creative way and it got the attention of the news and it got picked up that way. So it's one of those moments when you are watching something on TV and you're seeing that it's being covered and you're saying, oh my God, how can that brand not be tapping into that person or, you know, into this moment that's happening? So it's important to just pay attention in a lot of uh, different channels. Yeah. And then once you find that content that you want to share, whether it be an image, a video, a GIF, or um, a blog post or whatnot, the first step is to definitely reach out to the user, Mm -hmm. send them a DM. Maybe if they're not answering, they're not being responsive via a Facebook DM or an Instagram DM, see if they have an email feel free to email them. I've had situations where I've actually had to call people and say, hey, there's this one specific image that you have on your Facebook page and we would love to use it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kind of doing whatever you can to get in contact with those people for permission to use their content. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you would hope that they'll say yes. And sometimes 
they say no and there's nothing wrong with that. I think, you know, it's important not to harp on that kind of thing and people enjoy their privacy sometimes. So there's nothing wrong with them saying no. So you just look at other options and you move on. Yeah. And those are in the cases, you know, more so when people are not necessarily like tagging your brand or trying to get your attention. There's definitely that push pull, right? Sometimes some of that content is coming to you Mm -hmm. and then other times you're out there seeking it out specifically. Yeah. One of the reasons why you would seek it out specifically is really to kind of build up your brand's image library or content library library overall. But there are a lot of reasons why brands are using UGC. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we recommend it to a lot of our clients because it's so helpful for a brand. It's very cost effective. It's free stuff that users are putting out there on behalf of your brand. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to work with an influencer. Not that we don't support influencer marketing here. Listen to our first episode. (laughs) But if you are looking for a way to have more content on your feed or your page, that's a surefire way. You know, you've got people that are already out there speaking about your brand, posting about your brand and wanting to be recognized by you. So why not just open the door and reach out to them and see if you can share what they're posting? Exactly. I think a lot of times we're trying so hard to create authentic messaging. Mm -hmm. And here you have people who are creating that organically. And it's really building this organic enthusiasm for your brand overall. So certainly, you know, take advantage of that. Yeah. And I think authenticity has been a very clear trend in our podcast. Mm. It's just where content has been leaning nowadays. People are more apt to listen to other people rather than brands. Adweek put out a study and said that 85% of people think that user-generated content is more influential than content that's actually made and posted by the brands themselves. Hmm. So I think that just goes to show how powerful content created by everyday people using your product, service, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are, really. They can be your champions, you know? Another good thing about using user-generated content is it allows you to expand your audience beyond your audience. So, hmm. you know, If you reach out to somebody and you say, hey, we would love to share this image that you used or this video that you used, you put it on your page, they then share it to their page. So now you're not only reaching your audience, but then you're reaching that user's audience who just shared what you posted of them. So that's a a good way to kind of expand your reach across what you already have as a brand. I think it just really can help to drive brand loyalty as well. Because Mm -hmm. again, like I said, people trust people. There's actually an example today. I had a friend reach out to me asking about a skincare product and if I had ever used it or heard of it. And while I had never used it or heard of it, I immediately told her, check TikTok Mm -hmm. because there are plenty of people out there who are posting about beauty products and giving their recommendations. And I'll watch the video and watch other videos about it. And if there's a trend of, you know, positive sentiment, then I will consider going out and buying it because people have raved about it. And even in the comments, people will echo their sentiment. So consumers are really looking for that open conversation, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is a really quick and easy way to open the door and show people, hey, we're watching what you're sharing about us. We're listening to you. And it just, you know, boosts that community engagement feel. Mm -hmm. Vital to building brand trust. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you are managing a brand, there are obviously some concerns about allowing others to create content for you. Yeah. But there are ways to overcome that and, you know, be in control of what's being put out there. I think that one of the things that you can do is to audit the user, that content creator. Yeah. You know, take a look at what else they've posted. See if they stand for anything inappropriate or maybe contradictory or negative that contradicts your brand values. 
Yeah. But really, in the end, you have the power to decide who you tap into and who you don't. Just because people are tagging your brand, just because they're creating content around it, doesn't mean that you have to engage with it. Be selective. Yeah. You know, use people who you really want as your brand ambassadors Mm -hmm. and then create that relationship with them to share the content. Yeah. You don't have to use UGC on every single platform. You know, don't look at it as this overwhelming project, you know. Mm. You can use it where it makes the most sense. So if you think that you're going to get most of your content about your brand from users on Instagram and you think it would make the most sense on your Instagram feed, stick to Instagram. Mm -hmm. If you think your users are most engaged with TikTok and they're posting the most about your product, your service or whatnot on TikTok, stick to TikTok, you know, Mm -hmm. stay where you think your audience is going to be the most receptive. In the end, brands are really in control. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And the ones that do take advantage of UGC are put in an advantage of creating brand trust in a way that's organically happening. Thanks for tuning into our conversation about UGC today. Don't forget to subscribe to What's the Big Idea on your favorite podcast player. You can find us just about anywhere you get your podcasts. If you like the show, give us a rating or leave us a review. That's all for this episode. 